Hey, this is Louisiana Sister Squad podcast, where we bring you real information to enhance your truther lifestyle. I'm Katie. And I'm Tammy. Welcome Welcome to to the the show. show. On this episode of Louisiana Sister Squad, we welcome Blanchard, also known as He is Blanchard on Instagram. We'll be discussing the global agenda, climate change, and more truth that will set you free. Welcome to the show, Blanche. Well, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yes, well, on um, Instagram, everybody knows me as He is Blanchard. And on YouTube, same thing, He is Blanchard. Um, I kind of just make content for folks that love the truth and want to accept it and live by it. And I pretty much started this journey maybe about two years ago. So I'm here now, maybe two and a half years ago probably since March of 2020. But, you know, I'm here now, so hopefully I'm able to inspire the people. So whenever you say two and a half years ago, so what was, like, the breaking point? Yeah, so, you know, um, when it first came out, I was like, okay, this is going to be done in two weeks. But then it wasn't. And then, as you know, it kept going on and on, maybe by, let's say, beginning of April, I was on Facebook and I was talking to some people and I was saying, but you know, you know, take your vitamin C, take your vitamin D exercise, you know, do all these things, eat right, you know, just, and people were literally arguing with me. Like, it's just like the people's mind shifted, like within a m- less than a month, they were rejecting vitamin C, rejecting vitamin D. They said a healthy diet doesn't like, it's crazy. Dr. Sebi was no longer credible. And this stuff happened in April. So I just realized something was going on. And to be honest with you, my spirit literally said, this is the start of the ending. And, you know, I first saw it on Facebook. You know, that's the the most emotional platform on the planet. But I first saw it on on, uh, Facebook and then I started seeing it in real life. And I knew it was on from then. Seeing what the media was saying about like Trump in the height of all of this or had been saying about him and then kind of going and say, well, let me just look for myself. And um, you also kind of described that as like a turning point for just, you know, understanding what was going on, that we were like truly being lied to and the real um, the capacity at which the propaganda was between um, the pandemic and what they're saying about him, like. It, it's really, I've never seen in my life, like this is, they, they've demonized him so much. Believe there's so many people that just don't believe it. And there's other people that are truly a victim to um, the propaganda, which is unfortunate. And so what you're doing, I feel is important because you're telling people, look, look here, look here, look here, and and trying to help people connect the dots. Um, you know, just unfortunately that programming can be such a stronghold on some people um, that, you know, there's nothing we could say. They're in absolute denial about the facts. Um, You have a a lot of knowledge about what's happening today. What do you think has been like the major, um, I guess, kind of like ideology or mindset that's changed for you over this amount of time? Well, let me go back to the Trump uh, piece first. So, there was a tweet that folks were posting on on Facebook, and it was a tweet that Trump had said about, I think, police violence or shooting or, or something. And I just said, that doesn't sound right. Like I'm like, nobody would have tweeted that. And so I said, let me go to his Twitter page and see if he you know, tweeted it. And what I found was crazy. I found that most of the tweets they had about Trump out there were fake. And... All folks had to do was just go to his Twitter account and actually look at his tweets, but people wouldn't even do it. And then when I would literally put the real tweet versus the fake tweet, folks still rejected it. So I realized what we were dealing with was deeper than just showing folks the truth. I realized it was another component that I found out was character. You know, most people, most folks know the truth. Now, accepting it is another thing. So most people will see the truth and try to reject it. And so... That's what I found in in 2020. I found that the truth is not just it. You got to accept it. It's another another level to the truth. 
And so as we fast forward, I remember posting, I went back in my account and I posted, I reposted all my videos about Trump that I that I had written. And ironically, I actually was saying back then, I said, something's not right. I said, why are they putting so much emphasis on this guy? Like, I'm like, why are they making him like the worst person ever? I said, it doesn't make sense. And I, I even said, when have we been allowed to openly talk about the president? I'm like, when has this ever been acceptable? And I just, so even back in 2017, I was still kind of, you know, questioning what was going on. Cause it's just like, it was, seems like too much. Like this guy can't be that bad. I mean, y'all, y'all love the guy just last year. So he can't be that bad, but yeah. So all those things combined really kind of, you know, woke me up. And so when I listened to myself years ago, I would say that I was naive. I may have had good intent, but I was just misinformed. Um, but I will say that from probably 2017 till now, I wasn't too far off. Maybe prior to that I was, but I wasn't too far off in 2017 um, until present day. Um, I think a lot of us, um, the, mo the more we learn and kind of looking back, um, I think that's a good sign of like, or a good way to really check yourself is to think about the things that you used to say and the things that you used to believe, um, even if you've moved past that, but to really evaluate um, what kind of mindset you were in when you were saying things that were, you know, maybe part of an agenda, um, part of programming and things like that, and really recognizing it. I think that that can help us have um, compassion and understanding for people that are just really still under such mind control. If we keep going down this path of people just not recognizing the programming, the toxic culture, um, the things we're doing and saying, and I mean, every kind of everything about us, if you don't realize any of those things, you, I think it's going to be very difficult for you to wake up that, you know, we're being poisoned from all around us. It's in our food, it's in our air, it's in our water, it's in our clothes, it's in our makeup, it's in our fragrance. There's, I cannot name one thing in our environment that is not toxic in some way. If you can, go for it. There is not one thing that's not toxic. Um, again, everybody loves the Matrix movie, but when the Matrix actually got exposed in real life, people just forgot about the movie. And it's just funny that I people, so many people used to reference the Matrix, and then we actually got to see it in real life, and everybody acts like it, it, it's just a movie now. And so if you think about it, <clears throat> none of this stuff works without the the mental programming. And, and that starts at an early age. You have to get the child's mind. Well, first you get the parents, then obviously you get the children. And then you start them early, going to public school, um, watching stuff on TV. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, I'm probably older than you all, but when I was a kid, there was so much, uh, so many inspirational cartoons on TV, so many cartoons with a lesson, <clears throat> like even G.I. Joe and He-Man, like at the end of the cartoon, it gave you a life lesson, a lesson on character, morals and principles. Like, and now it's just all, you know, transformers and rainbows and all kind of, you know, deception in there. But I just think that they gave us years of the truth. They gave us the truth, like, you know, little engine that could just all this positive stuff they gave us as children, all these stories and fairy tales had a lesson. They all had something that we could take away and grow from but just now it's just it's, it's out of control now like you said it's just completely what you said we being poisoned you know we at war now now you guys see we at war it's like you know us versus evil there was a guy being interviewed and he said i don't care if hunter biden has kids in his basement going back to like the programming stuff about trump all this stuff now it seems like they are pushing an agenda to where if they do focus on these secrets of the Biden crime family, that like people are going to be numb to it. Like we know what's going on, of course, but there's a huge portion of the population that's actually very unaware. But they, what the guy said was something to the nature of it doesn't matter at this point if on Hunter Biden's laptops, they have child corpses in his basement. It was just mind blowing. So where I saw the post and I thought about it as when I was laying in bed about to go to sleep, like 
whoa, this is so disturbing. So yeah, you know, I wish um, I would have saw that video. <clears throat> so what they do in the media is they make all the bad stuff in a, in, in a certain type of order. So obviously transphobia is not the worst sin. Then it's uh, probably racism. Then it's probably uh, homophobia. Then, you know, it goes in that kind of order. <clears throat> and so most people are already conditioned to not even think this stuff is really that bad. That's how I know that pedophilia is going to come on, on the scene because they're already, it just, now they're making, it just depends on who does it. And we saw this in 2020 when if you wore a mask, you were a good person. If you didn't wear a mask, you were a bad person. So literally you could have been a serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer, but if you wore a mask, people would give you a thumbs up. If you didn't wear a mask and you could have been trying to save the world, you were the worst person on the planet. So in 2020, they already took away the standard for being a, a decent human being. They took it away. And also 2020 to me was a year where it, it's like prophetic in the sense that, you know, you got 2020 vision where you can see the, see the truth, you know, you can see the clear vision. And I believe that in 2020, like the seal, they say in the Bible about those seals, I believe a seal was opened up in 2020 and like the truth was out there for everybody to see. And to, I believe that everybody saw it, but you all know that when you see the truth, you got to make a decision because it comes with conviction. So it's going to convict you to do something. So most people don't want the conviction. So they just try to avoid the truth. That's why they double down on decadence in 2020 and 2021. And even now folks on social media acting like this stuff isn't going on. I'm like, these people literally just, I lost my job behind this. And now they're saying, oh, we go back to normal jabbed up unjabbed same thing just just no nah, no nah, it's not going no nah. i'm not letting it ride i'm sorry you know i want to say this before i move on is that um the 2020 perfect vision thing the funny thing is is like that was even my daughter's school's theme for the year was perfect vision i did think that it was weird that they said perfect vision but the 2020 was also a pair of glasses i was like why can't we just naturally have perfect vision? Why do we need glasses for perfect vision? But it's something you have to see through. I'm also hearing about schools that are um, redoing their bathrooms uh, to incorporate plumbing that can flush the cat litter because now these kids that think that their cats get to go in a litter box and they're going to be flushing the cat litter. So <laughs> I think they should be flushing the parents. I mean, something's got to give, but when we've, we've dove into this on other episodes about how it ties into the pharmaceutical companies and how things are meant to keep you sick and how all these things play a part on our mental capacity. Then you look at the media and the propaganda and it's fear driven and people that live in fear are easy to control once you're easy to control. And now we're going on almost three years of this. These people's mental states is no longer something that we can just say, oh, okay, well, you know, this is, this is normal. This is just the way that people are instead of what, I mean, what happened to that giant movement for mental health? Was that really just about getting more people on pharmaceuticals and perpetuating the problem? It probably went in the same hole that my body, my choice went into, mm -hmm. you know, my, my body, my choice is, a, is an interesting one. Um, it's funny that you write that disappeared. Um, you know, mental health awareness and all that stuff. But to me, all these agendas are the same thing. They are all done to, you know, deceive the people. I tell people anything that starts off, anything they present to you, it will always start off good and it's going to end up you not having any rights. Every movement they've ever pushed ends up with you not having any rights. And I said, and climate change will be the final nail in the coffin. But if you think about it, though, they they pumped up all this mental health awareness stuff just to make people accept the fact that they might be crazy or something might be wrong with them. So you made everybody just not really focus on. And to me, most of the stuff is just issues with character. Like, you know what your problem is. Most folks know it's just your choice whether you want to fix it or not. What they did was they said, OK, if you're feeling this way, then it's because you're mentally ill. Well, if I'm mentally ill, then I'm not responsible to do anything about it because it's an illness. 
And to me, if you notice, after that mental illness awareness stuff, look where we are now. You're talking about kids thinking they're cats and dogs and people saying I'm marrying my 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 pet and and you know it's it's 200 some genders and it's just all this stuff is going on all this stuff is going on and so now we can't even question these people's mental state we can't even say you're nuts we can't even say it because now their nutness if that's a word is tied into what they identify as so to me they probably literally made every mental illness an identity so if, if you were schizophrenic, then that's it's it's a gender for that, I guess. I think there was an underlying thing that um, that jumped out to me when they did all this mental health stuff, and then they said it's okay to not be okay. And so if it's okay to not be okay, then it's the the next push was we have to accept people for you know, how they are. And now they're not mentally ill. They're brave. They're brave for being mentally ill. And they're, they're brave for fulfilling their insanity. Like, I just, I, that's something that's like, I don't know that I'm meant to wrap my head around what is happening. Um, it really causes like just a lot of uh, aggravation and stress in my life. I have two small children that are in school and I'm trying to do my very best to be that good example, to make sure that we're in the Bible, to make sure we're following God's word and all of these things. Um, and I really have to have a lot of faith that that is going to be the protection for them. Now we have an education set up that's meant to mentally attack our children and to confuse them and so much more. I just, oof. I'm so glad my son has grown up. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted to go back and touch on what you were mentioning about the climate change. This is just the warm up for climate change. And then they're going to attack you and the the dot of carbon and all this stuff. Just touch on that a little bit about what your your theory is on that and you know how it relates to the Bible a little bit, because I thought that was literally one of the most interesting things that I've ever heard. Oh, uh, yeah. So basically, if you think about um, the, the Catholic Church, uh, when I was in, I went to a Catholic high school and, you know, on Wednesdays is Ash Wednesday. You know, you'd go up to the, I guess it was a priest or whatever, and he would put the charcoal on your forehead or on your hand, on your right hand. Now, as a teenager, none of this stuff means anything. But as you get older, you realize it's, it's predictive programming, it's preparation. And, and I, I believe that when it comes to the actual mark of the beast, they're going to tie it into religion. If you think about it, it will be like a, a, a transformation. I believe that what they're going to do is if you think about everything being about black, right? Everything is about black, black, um, black power, Black is identity, black, black, black culture. Everything is black, but that's a reason. And the reason is because I believe they're going to alter people's carbon. And the 666, I tell people, your carbon has six electrons, six protons, and six neutrons. So the mark of the beast is the literal changing of your carbon, meaning from a, a foundational standpoint. Now, when it comes to DNA, they can change your DNA, but they can also change it back because it goes both ways. We get into the DNA and RNA. But when it comes to your carbon, that's your literal physical makeup. You're not going to be able to. You, so if I, change, if I alter your carbon, how are you going to reverse it back? It's just not going to happen. So to me, their goal is even beyond DNA. Their goal is to alter a person's carbon to where they're not even a something that God even created. Um but when it comes to this mark of the beast, I believe that they're going to use antimatter and they're going to be able to refine it, it even if it's just a, a, a pin-sized dot of, of antimatter on a person, just a, just a tiny speck of it. Once it gets on you, it's going to turn people into, I imagine, you know, we think that angels look 
like like people, and some of them do. Some of them also look a lot different. They got like a whole bunch of wings and eyes. Like they so just imagine if the devil was going to mimic God and and pervert it. Just imagine making you like some kind of angel, but in the perverse form. So you know you may have superhuman abilities. You may be able to fly, maybe walk on water, do all these things, but you're going to look hideous because it's antimatter in your body, totally altering your body. So when we talk about revelations, it says the mark, it says the name, and it says the number. And it says or between those. So those are three different things that are or, 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 name, or mark, or number. So I imagine that they may there may be different levels in the B system where some people got the number, some folks got the name, some folks got the the mark, but it may all be, you may get all three. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I just believe that this whole push of climate change is to get a person to accept that the way they've been made is wrong. So you say that you're a carbon being, you're putting out carbon, so you're the problem. Because all this is going to go down to the individual being the problem. So they're going to go from, well, you got to stay in your house because you're putting out too much carbon. And then you got to put this mask in your face. Then they're going to say, you know what? You got to put this device in your body to regulate your carbon. Then they're going to say, you know what? How about we just alter the way a human being is? That way you won't be a, a, a problem to the planet. And once they do that, folks will accept having their physical body altered to not harm the planet. Now, we all know that it's a bunch of BS because... No, nobody's destroying the planet. These people are doing this. They're making it seem like the planet's being destroyed, but it's not even true. They're just telling you that, think about it. Everything's made of carbon, right? So how is carbon a problem? If if everything is made of carbon and how all of a sudden now, the star, everything they can think of has carbon in it. So how is it a problem now? Oh, I'll tell you, okay, carbon is causing the planet to get warm. But how do you get black people, and I'm using the word black because it's black is going to be key in the future because everybody's going to be black. I know this sounds crazy, but everybody's going to adopt the concept of being black. What is being black today? It's being a victim. So everybody's going to adopt the black ideology. It's going to spread throughout the entire planet. I'm a victim. The world owes me all this stuff. Then they're going to implement all this stuff. So this whole black, I remember Burger King even had the I don't know if y'all remember, they had, had like black burgers with like black buns. They, start, they, they were even making like black foods. And they're getting people ready, programmed to accept this black stuff. They're going to put in people's bodies to alter and to change them. I think I lost my train of thought. But anyway, so anyway, um, if you think about now, all the progressive liberals and Democrats are for climate change. Climate change is the one thing that you're not going to be able to argue. I mean, to the point where if you say it's not real, they're going to lock you up. Like it's not even going to be a situation where, you know, you go to court. No, if you say climate change isn't real, we're going to put you in prison. It's the same way they got people to say that the earth wasn't flat anymore. They just said, you say the earth is flat, we're going to kill you. Okay. It's round. Like, so it's an easy tactic to get everybody to just buy along with climate change. And it's the perfect Trojan horse because nobody cares about it. Who really cares about the environment? We get up every day, go outside. Nobody cares about. Nobody cares about if a, if the white rhino goes extinct. Nobody cares about if the if the small get. Nobody cares about this stuff. So it's literally the it's the greatest Trojan horse that's going to have the most damage uh, to our society. I mean, it's going to be literal human enslavement. They're going to say that you are the problem and you need to change this to save the planet. It's going to get rid of race. It's going to get rid of gender. It's going to get rid of everything except transhumanism. Because, you know, to be transhuman will be to fit in the scheme of what they want. You know, don't be fully human so you don't destroy the planet. Like all this stuff is going along. And if you think about it, just think about before God created the earth, the earth, not created, but when God was forming the earth, the earth was was void and without form. And, and I imagine it was kind of chaotic. Just imagine the earth where, it, you know, it, it had water, 
but it made it kind of look kind of crazy, kind of like how the Matrix looked. You remember the movie, like the sky was, it was like no sun, but it was like thunder and lightning with no rain. It's just like, just kind of chaotic. And so imagine that kind of world that God changed for us. Now imagine Satan saying, no, nah, I want that kind of world back. But how could a person live in that kind of world if their physical body wasn't altered? They talk about wormwood coming to earth and wormwood even destroying a third of the water supply on the earth. Well, how will folks live without water? How will folks live without food? I'll tell you, you're going to have to alter your physical body to be able to adjust to what they're doing to the planet. It's really what they're doing to the planet and trying to make us adjust to it. And we can see this. I can go on for hours about it. We can see this in cartoons. We can see about them trying to terraform the earth. All these things, but all this stuff goes back to mark of the beast with climate change. Because the whole per, per, per point of climate change is to say that it is our fault. And if it's our fault, it, ultimately, whose fault is it really? It's really God's fault. So now you see that the whole climate change push is really about blaming God. So if you can get the whole world to buy into climate change, you can get the whole world to say, you know what? God did this because God made us harmful to the planet. So while we listen to God, that's that, and that's how you get the Antichrist coming in because he's going. And I believe it's my theory on Antichrist. He's going to be a transformer. He's going to be the epitome of wokeness. He's going to be something that you're not going to be able to say he fits in any kind of category. So you know what? He won't be white. He won't. He he won't be fully a, a, a man. Like you can already kind of see that he's going to be something that everybody has to accept. He might be flip flopping back and forth. He may have breasts and a penis. I, he may be like the Baphomet in, in, you know, embodiment. But my point is, the whole climate change push is to get total human enslavement, and that's for them to say we got to block the sun out. We got to we got to change the atmosphere. It's just to get people to consent to do it. And then once they change this earth to what Satan wants. Now the average person, if they want to live and survive, they got to do what? Get the mark of the beast or the name or the number or whatever they're going to have in the future. I don't think that your uh, quote unquote theories are are too far off. I like that you said uh, that climate change is the Trojan horse. And it's because it's one of those things, like you said, we don't really care about it. We get up and live our everyday lives. And this is the majority of people. And then you have this divisive language on top of it, because um, if they present it as it's good for the environment, it's good for all of us. If, if it's good for everyone, then who can who can be against it? Who can speak out against when you talk about this, uh, this trans human person um, that's that's going to eventually be at the top of the pedestal that everybody is going for? Um, is it just me or did you guys also think about Michelle Obama? I think that there's going to be a nice. Uh, piece that comes out that everybody watches one of those nighttime news and it's really she's really going to come out as who she is and beloved Barack Obama is you know and it's all going to come to light and we have no choice but to accept the most beloved president ever and then now Michelle's going to have the opportunity to be in charge well yes so what um Satan has to do is you know he has to tell you the truth and he has to show you the truth. So if you, if you, I know it's going to sound crazy, but the Bible calls Satan the father of lies, but really the devil doesn't lie. You know, he's made by God. He's not going to lie. Now he gets us to lie. And when the Bible says the truth isn't in Satan, the truth is not in him because Satan does not operate out of love. He operates out of deception and, and wickedness and divisiveness and all this. So, 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 so the devil in his, in, in itself, he's not going to lie to you. So he's going to even show you the truth. It's almost like a mockery. Like I'm going to get you all to love, fall in love with these people. Then I'm going to have them come out and expose who they really are. But you're going to be too. But then when, when they come out and you try to reject them, it's going to be a consequence. It's going to be a penalty. So same thing with climate change. Same thing with Michelle Obama. Same thing even with Barack. Like, you know, they, they showed us before that he was the first uh, gay president and they put it all on magazines. Matter of fact, they, they they had like four different covers, but they picked the one with the with the rainbow halo. 
why the rainbow halo? Because they're going to come out and say that the true, the true God, the true is man and woman together, trans. That's the true. That's they're already arguing that Adam, that Adam and Eve. Well, Adam was a transgender because Eve came out of Adam. So they're already even arguing that Adam was trans. So all this transitory stuff, the transition trans is really a way to get us away from God. You know, you look at ancient Hebrew, they read uh, left to right. We read right to left. It's just everything is inverted. Everything is good is bad. Bad is good. The lies are the truth. Truth is not a lie. Everything has to be inverted for this stuff to work. But I love you all's platform because you all are about the truth. So if people hold on to the truth, you can't really be deceived. If you actually hold on to the truth, even if it's something you don't want to hear or see, you won't be able to be deceived because the truth always has you uncomfortable. It always has you thinking. It always has you growing. It never allows you to be complacent. So the truth, if you hold on to it, you're constantly in a growing or evolutionary state. You're constantly growing, constantly improving and everything. So, but yeah, they're going to get on TV and expose all this stuff. They're going to, and folks are going to be in a position where they can't say anything about it. Folks will say, I knew, I knew, but they're not going to be able to do anything because you won't have any rights. You won't be able to say anything. The one film they had they literally made the Antichrist or Satan after Obama. They literally made the person to resemble Obama, but then took it out of the film because, so why would you even say it, even bring it up if you're going to say, like it doesn't even make any sense, but you just planted the seed of Antichrist, Obama, maybe the devil isn't that bad. Because, you know, the big push is maybe Satan isn't that bad. He, he's, he's all right. You know, he did, he did try to, you know, he did give gave Eve give the Eve the fruit. Like, you know, it's kind of like you make the devil. And then from a practical sense, practical sense, the devil was really just questioning authority, right? And then he went from questioning authority, getting thrown out of heaven, and then he meets Eve. He tells her, eat, bite the fruit to, to wake up. And then so how could he really be that bad? How could the how could the devil be that really? Again, this goes back to the God is bad. So now, if you think about it, just the spirit of the trans community, the spirit is, I'm going to alter what God made because how God made me was wrong. All this stuff goes back to subconsciously, God made a mistake. I was assigned the wrong gender at birth. So like God was up there, boy, girl, boy, girl. No, like, you know what I'm saying? So all this stuff is just basically made to go against God. I watched a documentary just the other day, um, and it's a compilation, scientific um, proof that the earth was actually flooded. So they've debunked the me uh, meteor theory of what, like changing the earth, and they're talking about dinosaurs and things like that. Now, I'm not going to go back and forth with Tammy about dinosaurs being real or not. That's one of those things that I stand to say it really has no relevance to my life because everything that I think that I've learned at some point turned out to be a lie. So I don't doubt it. Um, but I also believe that there was some kind of creature. Is it, a, is it a dinosaur like they said it was or anything like that? I highly doubt it. Maybe it was just a really big dog. It could have been a really big dog. That's true. But um, they even took so much as like um, tissue, the tissue and things like that that they found. And they're talking about sediment that's literally all over the world at about the same time frame that's covered in um, basically like mud, which would mean that it comes from water, not um, not ash, not dust, not all of these other things. And then when they take the tissue, they're looking at it under a microscope, it's still pliable. If it's still pliable based on um, like the, the time in which collagen actually depletes, dissolves, and goes to nothing, the, this tissue should no longer have collagen inside of it. It should no longer be pliable. And so going from there, and it's still pliable, which would mean they're very off about the timing of the earth, about what actually happened and things like that. And so this is a combination of scientists from all over the world that agree that 
it was not due to a meteor and the earth is actually flooded. That all just makes me just a very curious person. Yeah, I used to follow a page on Instagram called Mud Flood and it's people that go all over and they find these buildings and that went through the flood that are still standing, but they have like so much more like kind of below the earth's surface and still have water lines and things like that. You know what I wanted to ask you? This is not really on topic. Do you remember, um, I guess this would have been a year ago, maybe almost two years ago, the guy that was on Instagram, his name is Philip Anderson. He changed to um, like Team Save America or whatever. He was he was actually on the news. He used to go out and like fight against like the BLM protests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You remember him? What what happened to him? He seemed like he was kind of going off the deep end towards the end there, and he was so censored and suppressed. But I really have not seen him in probably nine months at least. Yeah, I think he's still. Well, I take that back. I saw him, I saw people reacting to some of his videos on YouTube. So I don't know, you know, if he's, I think he might still be around. I, I, we should look him up. Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about him the other day. And I was like, I really enjoyed following him, but he was so suppressed and censored and stuff like that. Because I was even kicked off um, Instagram for a while and then I had to create a new account. And then I was a uh, president-elect fact checker for a while. Listen, it's all part of the growth. I noticed that when I when when I talk about black culture, they don't even say this video, you know, I can appeal it or whatever. Like certain black culture topics, they just delete my video. But they don't even tell me. Um and I and I realize that the reason why black culture is such a hot topic item for them is because they're going to use black culture to get to ultimately enslave the world. And I know when I say this, it sounds crazy because it sounds so far off, but you think about what black culture embodies, not black people, what black culture embodies, it embodies everything that you would need to enslave a people. It doesn't deal with character, doesn't deal with accountability. It focuses on surface level carnal stuff is focused on idol worship like everything that it is if you spread it to the world i i'm even noticing um this whole black girl magic thing is creeping into white women and, and asian women and Hispanic. like this stuff is spreading and people don't realize that they, they, they get you to buy in because it seems so fun and it's so good and it's just and then wake up and the whole just imagine if the whole world embodied black culture it's over so at the end of the day, people say, well, you catering to white people, you're doing this. I said, you don't understand that it's not about race. It's about creating cultures that people are going to follow. It, so if you create a culture that's appealing to people, they're going to gravitate to it and they're going to latch on and they're going to run with it. So Philip, he was ahead of his time, hopefully still on social media. But when you go against black culture, Black culture is a control mechanism. It's a system of control. If you think about it, most people at some point in time have to acquiesce to black culture, meaning that you can't say this, you can't do this, you can't wear this, you can't. And it's almost like it, it, it corrals you into going a certain way. But if you want to indulge in the black culture, you got to do this. What does that mean, Blanche? You got to vote Democratic. You, you got to believe in abortion. Um, you got to believe in fatherless homes. You got to believe in baby mamas. You you got to believe in violence. You got like, you got to believe in poor sex habits. You got to believe in a poor diet. Like think about all the things that black culture are. And it's just perfect for a global agenda to get a people. You, you'd have them, Matt, you'd have them uh, enslaved completely. Even if we think about marriage, 27% of black women are married. 30% of, no, 27% of black women are married, 33% of black men are married. So 30% of black people are married and that number is going to dwindle. So again, if you think about it, think about poverty, um, all these things that are linked to not being married. Now imagine that as a global agenda. If you think about it now, they're already trying to redefine what marriage even is. So they're telling straight people, 
you don't have to get married, but they're encouraging marriage with the Transformers and the LGBTQs. Don't forget X, Y, and Zs. Just think about it. They're promoting marriage with them, but they're telling regular people, oh, y'all don't have to get married. Y'all can just have a partnership. Y'all can just cohabitate. Y'all can know how to know how to co-parent. So you see, they just again, Satan is going to invert everything. But um, but yeah, um, to me, black culture is the one thing I know that they just they don't even ask me. They just take the video down. Every other thing, when it comes to like the Peter pandemic and all this stuff, they say, you know, you can appeal and all this stuff. But when it comes to black culture, some videos I do, they just literally take them down. Not even a, 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 even a strike, a restriction. They just remove it, you know. So you did the awesome three-part series on Harriet Tubman. Um, who's going to be next? Uh, next is, I'm going to talk about... Um, Marcus Garvey. Marcus Garvey is another person that's beloved in our community because we feel like he was the, you know, the one true liberator of the people. But Marcus Garvey is just like uh, Harriet Tubman. He's just not, just think about this. If, if these people were really fighting the system, they wouldn't be allowed to live. Think about it, like they wouldn't they wouldn't even play around with these people. These people were so against the system and they were so powerful, they wouldn't be allowed to live. So the fact that these people had lived a long life and died of old age should let you know that they weren't going against the system. If they killed Malcolm X, if they killed MLK, if they killed all these people, then why would they let Marcus Garvey live? And he was the one that was telling us to go back to Africa. But if you think about it, if you think about it, why would they want us to go back to Africa and they couldn't even prove we came from Africa? Where, where, where am I, where am I going back to? You can't even, you don't have any, you don't have, okay, the mud flood, right? So they're telling you that Noah's Ark was not real. But yet, y'all are telling me that all these slaves got transported and you only have five slave ships on record out of 14,000 voyages. Where are the slave ships? Y'all can tell me about Noah's Ark. Y'all can find Viking ships. Y'all can find all kind of ancient civilization ships, warcraft, and all these things, but you can't find the slave ships. How convenient. So y'all want me to go to Africa just for me to go to Africa and say I'm home. And the people tell me you're not African. Go back. So I'm like, so again, it's a setup. Marcus Garvey, Harriet Tubman, all these people are put there to really just confuse the people. If we go to Africa, China controls Africa, right? So why would I want to go to Africa to be controlled by China? I might as well stay here, right? Because, it, you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I want to talk about Harriet Tubman because if we just think about the story of Harriet Tubman and what she did, it just it's just, it, she's almost literally one of the X-Men. She might as well have been Xavier Schooler, the gifted, because the woman was literally a spy, a soldier, she was cutting down trees. She was picking cotton. She was a nurse. Like, it's just too much. I mean, it, it, it's just too much during that time period for one woman to do, especially a woman that you all tell me was oppressed. Yeah, I think their uh, plan would have been uh, better executed had they picked two characters to fulfill all of those things. You know, like as a sidekick. Yeah, a sidekick. Or actually, like, validated that the brother did these things you know kind of split up the story a little bit that's just you know bad writing mm -hmm. you know it's all it's all scripted it's all scripted and um it's really challenging some of the things that you talk about um you know moving moving on and then kind of like seeing those things like in my same life i think that you've done an excellent job of providing a window into 
what it is to to be in that culture and and just such like a good perspective on it because there's a lot of things that you talk about that I really had never even thought about before but it's like no it's because it's not my life I'm in New Orleans so I'm definitely submerged in black culture and I see it all the time but like other than just not participating in it I'm just like well eh, I don't I don't know what else to I don't know what else to do or say about it but I think like from watching your videos and seeing like what the real perspective is and what the damage that it's causing. Um, and then of course now for me personally, being more in the Bible and just knowing that like, I can't just be silent on things because if I'm being silent, I'm complying to things. So um, it is like within my best interest to make sure that if I see something that's, you know, against principality to, to say something and to not be shy about it. Yeah. I can't wait to your next, story comes out and if no one told you today like you're an excellent storyteller because you know some stories you start listening to it and if you get a little bit sidetracked then you're like man i don't know where i'm at but you go back and like reiterate and make it funnier and funnier every time so i was able to like keep up with it and like i i really enjoyed that so yeah i love the way you tell stories i think it's kind of unique oh and when he sings yes like definitely. The, like the good times uh theme song that he yeah. was singing that was great you got you got it all together the truth and entertainment just oh yeah you know uh thank you guys so much um i i just think you gotta add a little humor to it but at the end of the day most people don't want to accept the truth and i just realized that God is the truth. And so at the end of the day, that is the foundation and, and starting point and building block of everything is the truth. And most people don't want to even see it, hear it, be around it, because they know once you tell somebody the truth, they won't be able to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Meaning that most people out here, they've seen the truth in their life and they usually start running from that truth. So when I realized that we were actually in the matrix, but then it's like, it's the matrix. But then it's also the blatrix. Then it's the gatrix. Like, like it is, it's all these systems of control. The matrix deals with your mind. The blatrix deals with your physical your body, skin, and the gatrix deals with your soul. Because if you think about it, all, all three components, all systems of control are really what they're after your mind, your body, and your spirit. And so at the end of the day, if we just realize that I don't care what a person wants to do with their life, I just don't want the agenda attached to it. So a person can be gay or trans, just be gay or trans. Most of the time, people don't even care. People only care about this stuff when you say, we're going to change the bathrooms. We're going to change the school flag. We're going to change the school colors. We're going to make all these think about it pretty soon all these tv shows all the main characters are going to be trans and gay like there won't be any straight and, and then all the women are going to be obese and all the men are going to be soft like they're going to they're going to create this whole different world where it's just like you know okay i don't know if y'all ever read blm's initial mission statement but they took it down now. But the initial one, when I first read that, I was terrified. Normally when I read something, I'm not scared. But when I read that, I was actually afraid because I said, people are going to fall for this. And so they literally said, in a nutshell, we're going to have the black man totally absent. He's, going, he's out of the picture. So I don't know what that even means. But black man no longer around. The black woman, she's going to be our soldiers, basically, and she's going to be a single mother. So imagine a world where the men are nowhere around, the women are out fighting. Fighting who, though? If the men are gone, who are the women going to be fighting? I was terrified because I'm like, well, who are they going to be going against? If, if, if the men are out of the picture, who are they going to be fighting against? Thinking about all kind of end of the day scenarios, like whatever, but you know what they're gonna be fighting against. They're gonna be fighting against people that would dare tell the truth, and that won't be 
assigned to a color or a gender. It'll just be people that want to tell the truth and want to live in the truth, fighting against a bunch of women. And I even remember they used to interview women and she had the same script. I'm a single mom and the system is like, they all had the same. It was like, and it was always a big woman with kids and the man was gone. And I said, dang. And if you think about it, imagine all these men filled with soy, all this estrogen, just can't fight, just so weak. So, and then imagine all these women built like offensive linemen, like they don't stand a chance. Like, and you just got really a physical brawl in the street with a bunch of weak men trying to fight. It's just not going to work. And so at the end of the day, they're telling us, be vegan. Eat, eat the bill, eat Bill Gates meat. Pause, you know, but eat Bill Gates, you know, fake meat. Don't eat real meat. Don't get the protein in your body. You know, do, you know, do all this stuff. Like, it's just all a setup, you know, it's just all a setup. You know, for for us to just be just completely watered down and destroy society. Yeah, that was really funny. Don't um, yeah, I don't want none of Bill Gates's meat either. Oh yeah, and what's up with that? He's lactating now. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> um, Talking about Bill Gates' breasts. I don't even know what's going. On. That might be one of those adverse reactions. It might be an adverse reaction from him drinking the water that was made out of the feces in the village. Said, who's Bill Gates now? Who do you think it is? I would say this about at least his wife. That's not his wife. Um, this this new um, male, Linda, is um, that's a man. Um, I can I can look at the biceps and like it's it's a man. Um, so his, I can say his wife is not his wife. Maybe they said it was that one actor that was playing his wife, but I'm gonna. I'll be honest with you. When I saw his 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 new wife, and I saw that actor's picture, I said they're gonna get a divorce because the guy can't play his wife forever. So he has to, you know, go back to his normal life. So I was like, they're gonna get a divorce, and sure enough, they got a divorce. And she tried to say, oh, one of the reasons was because. He was friends with Epstein. I'm like, oh God, all y'all friends with Epstein. Like, what are we talking about? But anyway, yeah. So I think that it's possible that Bill Gates may have been taking um medication to suppress the 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 the, the breasts and the other stuff. I think some of these folks take the suppressing drugs to suppress to make them seem like they're more like a man or male than the other way around. So I think with him, if he just stops taking his stuff, he's probably gonna turn into a you know, a stud. I don't know. But is it is it still Bill Gates? I don't know. Probably not. It's not Joe Biden. I can say that. Um, it's definitely not Joe Biden. So, you know. Well, first of all, let me just acknowledge. What about the guy they brought on to do the interview before the election that they said was Hunter Biden? Oh, Who the fuck was that guy? That was, um, that was, what's his name? Ben Stiller. No, this guy looked bigger. Maybe just from, from from Zoolander, and they used yeah. makeup and CGI. That's who he is. Like, look at the way he moves. That's, I'm telling you. You associate Ben Stiller's natural reaction to be the same as what he, when he was on Zoolander. Well, he's been in a lot of movies. He, I know, but you. But did like, the like thing. He, he just like he. And then who went to see Zelensky? What do you mean? Who went to see Zelensky? Hunter Biden went to see Zelensky? No, Ben Stiller. No, but wait. Why would he get to do that and go into like the, the child trafficking hub where all America's money is getting set to? Oh, he actual Ben Stiller. He went of Hunter Biden on TV. It was like his reward. In my opinion. It's like a reward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so the media... Um, it's funny is because they used to almost do like damage control when things would come out, right? And so um, do you remember like when WikiLeaks first started and then all of the news acknowledged what WikiLeaks was and they're telling us you can't look at it, it's illegal for you to look at it and all of those things. Now, they don't even flipping acknowledge things, which is another tool to drive people insane. I know it drives me a little bananas because 
it's like the just all these things are happening and you're not you're not talking about it, you're not acknowledging it. And to me, that's like the biggest red flag. If everybody is is saying, look at this proof of Hunter Biden's laptop, look at this proof of election fraud, look at the proof of no one's isolated COVID, look at this, look at this, look at this. And you're, we're hearing all those things and the media just flat out ignores it ignores that any of that is happening is just you know they lie they lie that's all that's all they do is lie and the sooner that people realize that every single thing they say is either false or 99 percent false and the other one percent is a little bit backwards yeah you know that inverted then the whole world would just be okay yeah. <laughs> if people would turn off the programming yeah, it's almost like they they let the truth get out and then they have us, you know, scrambling over the truth and then they just put the, you know, the mass, what they call the mass psychosis, the propaganda on the rest of the people. And I just realized in 2020 that most people don't want to hear the truth. They don't even want to, they don't even want to hear it. Like they, they'd rather, I, you know, I lost a fat, my God brother, um, we basically fell out because he said, and I'll never forget this. I was in the airport and um, he said that Trump was the most racist president ever. And I said, well, that's kind of strange because we had presidents that actually own slaves. I said, he can't be more racist than a slave owner. He's like, yes, he is. I was like, I said, he's more racist than a person that actually owns slaves. Yeah, he's more. And, and it's just his mind was just he couldn't even grasp. It's just. Trump race. And I, I said, goodness, this is crazy. So if you think about it, like you said, Katie, they're going to get on TV and tell the, just to find out, just tell the truth. And folks aren't even going to bat an eye. They're not even going to blink. They're not even going to care. They're going to be like, oh, well, they're literally going to say, forget, I want the lie. We Remember we had those two rappers, right? We had uh, YG and Tiger literally in full on drag, like literally dressed up as women with makeup fake breath like these, these are supposed to be gangsters though like think about it like they're literally showing you we're down for the agenda and nobody batted an eye now they can go back to gang banging they can go back to being tough and they literally were full-on women not just cross-dressing we're talking about lips breasts everything i imagine probably even butt pads everything and nobody cared Nobody, nobody even cared. Uh, Trump's house gets raided. Everybody cares. All of it. It's just, it's just. So at this point, to me, they just figure out we can just not address the truth, and folks just will let it go. Like, don't even argue over it no more. Just let it go. Since I personally believe the news like lies about everything, like it's so hard to believe anything, even when you see. Like, I don't watch TV. And so even when you see videos on social media of like Trump supporters lined up outside of there and all this stuff, I just think it's all theater. What's your thoughts on the, uh, the whole IRS being armed and being able to go into people's houses? How long do you think that's going to last? Yeah, so we all know that the people that they're going to be hiring to be IRS agents are going to be woke weekend warriors, blue haired liberals, they they don't have any conviction or any courage. They're not going to take a bullet for this. So the people they're getting to even do this job are not going to even be able to do the job because they're, they're cowards. They're, so most of these people will go to someone's house, get cursed out and they're going to leave. Um, so I don't, I don't foresee that working, but what I do see working is you just, put the, the propaganda out there and folks do it themselves. So folks basically just kind of audit themselves. They kind of, you know, give themselves up. They kind of, you know, they kind of do it themselves, not somebody going door to door, but you just put out the, just like with this, with, with shot, you just tell the people we, we ordered millions of, we got millions of vials coming. We got millions of this coming. This like you do all this stuff. They, they didn't really go door to door like that. People, people literally went and got the shot. So it's the same type of tactic. It's like a scare tactic. Have you seen the, the training video, the agents? I'm like, what? One dude was, I'm like, overweight. I'm like, these people are not going to do nothing. 
like imagine somebody having a gun and like they shoot themselves. Like, and and, and the best case scenario, this will sound bad, but the best case scenario is uh, a white agent going to a house, and God forbid this happens. I mean, I'm just talking about, but the white agent shoots the black homeowner behind the IRS, and then the white agent, um, no, then the black agent shoots the white homeowner. Um, these scenarios to me are are good because it kind of shatters the narrative. Just like with the with the with the shoot the mass shooters, I went and looked these guys up. Most of these mass shooters are liberals. If you actually go into their lives and what they believe in, they're actually against conservatives, they're against Republicans, they're against the right. Even the guy in Buffalo said he was a leftist, socialist, environmentalist. Does that sound like he's on the right? Of course not. But the media is painting him as a white supremacist. I'm like, uh, actually, he's not at all. But again, it's propaganda, though. If you think about it, who would be more likely to be an IRS agent going to someone's house, holding them at gunpoint, asking them for, you know, give me some collateral because you don't have the money? A liberal person would do that. Who, like, you think about it, like, who would be more inclined to go out there? and kill a bunch of people to prove a point. That's not really a conservative ideology. That's more of a liberal ideology to make a big statement, to make a big emotional outburst type of statement. So yeah, the IRS thing is not going to work. And Trump getting raided is, is all BS too, because they should have been raided this house. And what did they find? What did they find? Some declassified documents that he could take home anyway? Like, what are we talking about? Like, it's all theater and propaganda to keep folks divided. It gets us on this side. We're ranting and raving like, y'all are stupid, y'all are stupid. Then the other side is saying, lock Trump up, he deserves to go to jail. So it's just both sides going back and forth. Meanwhile, Klaus Schwab is sitting back, messing with the switch, the, 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 the cyber attack, messing with the switch to, to shut everything down. Meanwhile, this stuff, the plan is still rolling forward. Agenda 2030 is still on the way. You own nothing to be happy. All this stuff is still on the table. Now, a bunch of games on it. It's Monopoly over here. It's Connect Four over here. Spades over here. But the main game is on the table. That game, remember, sorry? Yeah, we're going to be sorry. So that game is still on the table. And so we can be distracted by this Trump and all this stuff. But Klaus Schwab is still sitting back there. And the cyber attack is coming. So I tell people, Forget all this stuff. Forget all this other stuff. These folks are trying to enslave humanity, and those that aren't enslaved are going to be killed. So you got two options, slave or death. I want the third option, free. So that's what I'm going. That's what I'm going for. So yeah, Trump theater, um, IRS agents, theater, it's all propaganda. Yeah, for sure. And it was um, amazing that, you know, like a lot of people are saying like the 87,000, they could have been this, could have been that. And I'm like, isn't it funny they hire them? This is one of the first things that came to my mind anyway. They, they hire them. However, all the call centers for the adverse reactions, it took those people weeks to get back to people because they didn't even have enough people to answer the phone. But yet, Let's hire 87,000 people willing to walk into a stranger's home and possibly get their head blown off. Yeah, no problem. Well, it's really perfect timing for this whole IRS thing to come out. Because what do liberals, what's the one thing that they hold on to about Trump? His taxes, his taxes, mm -hmm. his taxes. Trump gets raided. And then here comes the I uh, the uh, well, let's call them IBS the IRS, <laughs> the IRS um, you know task force or whatever. And it's more than like what's concerning for me is that not only are they trying to create armed agents of of these kind of people, but they're actually um, like on their website what's listed is they are going to be working with like the police force and warrants and stuff like that based on what their website says. Is this true? Is this not true? What's really gonna happen? You know, we don't know, but if we go with just the information that we're given, um, I mean, I really feel like that's like divine perfect timing. Well, well, you know, 
people talk about Trump paying the taxes though, but all Trump really did was he leveraged the IRS greed. He said, I'm gonna give you all this lump sum, right? I'm gonna give you all this lump sum of money for my taxes. They could have said no. They said, yes, we'll take that lump sum of money. And guess what? That's the deal that y'all agreed to. So at the end of the day, people are crazy. Who wants to pay taxes? And second of all, the taxation is illegal anyway. So at the end of the day, I don't know, I just, these agents they have, they don't have enough conviction to do what they're asked to do. I don't care if the police are with them. These people are not built. They're not built like that. These people are, think about it, how you're going to be an IRS agent and you're a man on Monday, but then Tuesday you come back to work and you're a woman. You don't want to carry this type of gun and the belts too. Like, it's just too much. And then you just on win. Like, these people are not stable enough to do this job. I'm sorry. They'll quit the job in a week. Yeah, because uh, it also says that they're going to be required to work a minimum of 50 hours a week and be have on call and be willing to work on holidays and stuff like that. The holiday things was a red flag for me, too. That's an excellent time to get people because that's when people are home. We know from reading Pale Horse, that's one of their taxes is to get people I'm taxes. One of their plans is to get people, you know, while they're home, while they're being lethargic and not on, you know, on high alert on a regular basis. Um, but again, you know, you look at the liberals, you look at, you know, oh, everything, you know, we have to do everything that's great for black people and and all of this stuff. It's again that the divisive language, but then you're co-signing for IRS agents. How many black barbers do they have? How many um, how many black single mothers make money doing hair on the weekends, hair for their hair for their friends and things like that. That counts. And now the IRS is very clearly saying whether you make money legally or illegally, we want to know about it. We want a piece of the pie. It's like that shows their level of corruption. You're willing to take taxes on money that was made illegally. You can't make this. Okay, guys, I'm not trying to break any hearts here, but this is going to be our cliffhanger conclude with Blanchard. This is the end of part one of his two-part series, and he'll be back. Be sure to follow this podcast and give a five-star review if you think we're deserving. We would be so appreciative. The Truth Train doesn't stop here. Did you know that you can connect with us and our guest further? Join us on the uncensored platform, Telegram, for live chats and Q&A with our guests. Hope to see you there. Before you go, hit follow and share with a friend.